Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. Now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on 3rd Row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Soul with 17 available and savings up to 44.24. The demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive model. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show. Happy Brewers Outlet Friday and happy MLB opening day part two. News Radio 1070 WKOK wrapping up the week here on the show. Today's show, as every Friday, is brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Don't forget about those six new slushies that they have for another hot weekend coming up. Going boating, going hiking, whatever you're doing around the valley this weekend. We got some of those slushies there at Brewers Outlet and Sunbury yeah. Motor Studio. Steve. Absolutely. You know, Brewers Outlet slushies, big time, big league. In fact, I'm going to have to go over and get myself a nice Brewers Outlet slushie when I'm in town in less than two weeks. Yeah, we should do that before we hit the links. Yeah. I'm in. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The uh, I get a text uh, from Matt wearing his Yankees shirt, <laughs> you know, and the poor little guy sitting there as a Yankee hostage uh, <laughs> fell awful for the little guy. Beautiful child, by the way. Why, thank because you. Maria, because Mariano Rivera T-shirt on. Um, the last man, by the way, that will ever wear 42 on the field uh, as their own number, other than the tribute to Jackie Robbins. And uh, look at straight into the camera. Look at him. He's looking straight in the camera. Oh, is that a pinstripe blanket? Yes, it is. That's a Yankees blanket. This poor kid's going to be poisoned. <laughs> oh, oh, 
I believe our friend Tom Morgan has said the same thing to me. I mean, well, Tom, you and I are in complete agreement here. <laughs> it's just, oh, my goodness. <sighs> yeah. Could be worse. You could have a dog, dog named MacGyver running around loose. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love MacGyver. Ah, so there you go. Okay. Penn State uh, football transition day uh, for Penn State football. This is the day they start with walkthroughs. You are going to be allowed to have eight hours. You have 20 hours total. You have to have a day off. 20 hours total, day off. Eight hours allowed to be in strength and conditioning. Six hours meetings, six hours on-field walkthrough. Okay. So that's what you have for the next two weeks. So I would say this would be what, phase three? Phase one would be coming back to campus, testing, and then going to quarantine. Phase two would be strength and conditioning, and then, of course, you know, the organized player workouts. Phase three being this one, and they're back doing that today along with everybody else in college football. So this is, uh, I refer to it as mini-camp. I believe they refer to it as um, the enhanced summer access phase, I believe is what the NCAA refers to it as. And so between now and, you know, of course, camp starts August 7th, so between now and August 6th, that's what you get. So you have to have a day off next week. You have to have a day off the week after. And that's how it works. So they are the (laughs) – this has to be divided up. I mean, even when you practice, you can't practice as a full team. Uh, It could be ones and threes out there, twos and fours. You try to keep everybody, you know, you try to keep the grouping separate. So in case something happens between the ones and the threes, you still got the twos and the fours. You see how it has to go. All right. So there are a lot of ways they have to go around and make this work. Now, basketball started back on Monday. And they did, um, they were on the floor, I mean, I know for a fact they were on the floor yesterday. Uh, you're, the coaches are allowed four hours a week on the floor with the players. And that's standard. That is not a, I mean, that's the way it is. The only difference with what they're doing right now in the summer, obviously besides social distancing and so forth, the coaches, the, the Penn State fo- uh, basketball coaching staff all wearing masks on the floor, the players are not. Okay. Right? 
which is what you'd expect, but the coaching staff all wearing masks. And I believe they went Monday, Tuesday, yesterday, and I think they went again today. I'm trying to think if they went Wednesday instead of today. They may have gone Wednesday instead of today. But that's what, uh, and that's how they've gone about this. So they've already, they, they already have a minimum of three practices in. And so it's been your first opportunity to see these guys work out. Football will now be in that same mode. So it's the first time you get a chance to see Johnson out there, DJ Gordon, uh, Dorsey, Zimbilla, you know, guys like that. It's their first chance to get out there. Now, Zimbilla. Now they do now do these interesting things with players as to what they, you know, they give them a series of questions. So they do a Q&A. So, and Abdu, in his Q&A, gave an incredibly insightful answer on something. And I thought it was really to me when you put all everything together, you want to talk about yep, when you look back at the past year, these answers make sense. Um in fact I want to get to it here. And he has uh, off. He's going to need work offensively now. Finishing around the basket, he's really good, but there's more to it in today's game than just finishing around the basket. And as time goes, he'll learn more and more of that. But Abdu, let me see. I'm trying to call this up here. That's what I'm trying to call it up here on the. Uh, on the computer so I can just actually read the answers to you. Because to me, there's one answer above all that the way everything played out for him in the last year says everything. It was one word. It's one word answer is for two questions. Here we go. Here's the Q&A right here. So in the Q&A with him, your favorite colors are blue and yellow. Okay, favorite, uh, let's see, favorite flavor of ice cream, vanilla. What is your favorite quote? It's actually from Coach Chambers. Positive thoughts equal positive outcomes. Rather live without TV or music, he'd say without TV. What game or movie uh, universe would you like to most live in? He said FIFA. Superpower I would like to have. Unlimited knowledge. That's the exact same answer we got from the corner office. No? If I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, it would be Eru. Now, if you're wondering, what is Eru? Eru is a soup. Uh, the base of it uh, leaves, and then you can add in a lot of them, like spinach leaves and so forth. 
then you can add in other elements to it if you want to add in beef or chicken or whatever you can, but that's what Eru is. Uh, best basketball memory, helping my high school basketball team reach the championship game for the first time in a long time. Favorite childhood TV show, The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. He knows five languages, French, Arabic, Angala, Banham, and English. We asked the suit that same question. He said he knew two languages he was fluent in. And I said, well, I said, really? He says, yeah, English and slang. I said, no. <laughs> what he found out during the quarantine, it was boring being alone. <laughs> yes. Uh, the most defining moment of my life was leaving my hometown to come to the United States. Favorite athletes, Joel Embiid. All right. The Sixers and Giannis. His inspiration is his mother. His goal at Penn State, he has two, winning a Big Ten championship, getting my degree. Now here are the two questions. Favorite value in others and best personal quality and trait, same word, loyalty. Now that says... See, the amazing part about his journey here is with everything, he never gave up on coming to Penn State. Because remember, he's actually supposed to have been part of last year's recruiting class. And if, you know, if, if everything had panned out for him, he would have then been, um, you know, part of last year's team, Maybe may have redshirted, whatever. And then they thought maybe he could join the team in the second semester, and then that didn't work out. He never gave up on coming here. And they never gave up on him coming here. That's why that loyalty part, that, to me, screamed volumes. Screamed volumes. The, uh, so, so basketball got rolling again on Monday. And they've been on the floor. They've done their four hours of floor work for the week already. So they're done with that. And... Now football is going into its phase. That's where football is. Football is going into its phase now. And that's the... That's the part that... uh, It's just the next important one here. And so it's walkthrough. No helmets, no pads... You can have a ball. And, I mean, the coaches are going to be out there the entire time, but they have to be out there the entire time. And they're probably going to have ones and threes out there together, and they're going to have twos and fours probably out there. And this is it's incredibly, it's incredibly complicated. But, you know, James Franklin and I exchanged some texts the other night, and he's, you know, basically it's the craziest offseason ever. Uh, let's see. We'll give everybody an update on where everybody stands. 
This is where everybody stands in the conference. 12 of the 14 can go to this phase today and are. The only two right now that aren't, Indiana, which did not pause basketball, so their their basketball team is out there working. Um, But their football team is paused right now. But they've been paused now for six days, so they're getting, I think, pretty close to getting back out there again. Uh, and that's what uh, that'll be the next phase for them. Because other other they had six players all football test positive, so that's why they paused. And Michigan State had a staffer test test positive, so they wanted to contact trace to make sure before they resume their workouts again. Those are the only two. Everybody else, Maryland went back this week. Ohio State's been back for a couple of weeks. And that's where it stands. The other part, too, you've heard about the uh, the student-athlete that tested positive. As time goes, you learn more and more. We can tell you where the student-athlete is not from, Okay. That part we can tell you. The student-athlete is not a football player, not a men's or women's basketball player, not a men's or women's soccer player, not a women's volleyball player. Okay? So that's who we know it's not. How about that? All right? Hope that helps. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The pickle bar barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none. And they've got six flavors of slushies. Matt and I are going to go slushy crazy in 10 days. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of cold beer anywhere. Wine coolers, also cold. Water can be cold. Soft drinks, cold. Snacks, they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, indeed, second to none. And now, six flavors of slushies, which we will partake of shortly. And by the way, all six cold, they're slushies. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we are in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com, Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. Pre-owned inventory, awesome. Great sales staff, service department, fabulous to take care of that vehicle of yours. All at Brewers Outlet. And also at our great friend Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. And 
Sunbury Motors keywords 11 to 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. The Jays are going to settle in Buffalo. Hartford made a bid to get them. They talked with Baltimore. Pennsylvania said, no. Get out of here. So they're going to go to Buffalo, but they can't play their opening home series in Buffalo. They have to have some elements taken care of in the ballpark. They do have issues. I mean, some of the issues that Buffalo does have, uh, I think the uh, the lighting has to be more to an LED standard because, and not because for the players, that's more of a TV thing. Uh, their bullpens are in foul territory. They aren't in enclosed bullpen areas. I mean, Major League Baseball is not crazy about that. Dugouts have to be a little bit better. All right, so there are elements they're going to have to take care of. So they are not going to play their first two home games in Buffalo. They're going to play them in Washington. So that's the story on them. The Phillies open tonight, 7.05, what, 6.30 the airtime? Yes. Tonight on Eagle 107. You got it. Of course I got it. Just because it's been a long time since they played, I haven't lost it all. I mean, if you want to be confused, we we'll, you know we can make a trip back to the corner office, and then we can just sit there totally confused. <laughs> By the way, this is Christmas Eve in July, because tomorrow's the twenty fifth. So this is Christmas Eve in July. A special play by play call of the day in tune with the season. Next half hour, Matt. I know you're anxious to fire away on that. Oh yeah, this is good. Before we get there, by the way, Frank Bodandy, York Daily Records, going to join us on Monday. But before we get in, Pat Toomey, uh, U.S. Senator Pat Toomey, in the next half hour. Well, I think it's now been more on this show more in, in the last month than Mark's show. I think you're correct about that. Yeah, I feel bad about stealing Lawrence's thunder, but he is. T- but he is talking sports, and so I mean, we're talking sports. Yeah, the week off this week anyway, so it's all good. Then don't tell him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Okay. So let's bring him up. It's always just great to talk to my good friend, Paul Alexander from Pittsburgh. Paulie, welcome back, buddy. Jonesy! (laughs) How are you, my friend? Doing great. How are you? Well, you know, I'm in a pandemic bubble of sorts, but... Isn't everybody? Yeah, yeah, we all are right now. We all are. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, at least we got baseball back. Uh, first of all, what was the reaction in Pittsburgh to uh, no uh, Toronto Blue Jays? Well, a little disappointment. Not like you could go to the games, but any kind of economic boon you could get from some sort of additional activity with a hotel rooms and a, a couple yeah. of restaurants. I was cheering for that part of it. And it's just kind of ridiculous. Our, our bona fide leadership in the Commonwealth, you know, there are no travelers, you know, any, any additional travelers. I mean, Major League Baseball is doing a bang-up job with testing their athletes, making sure that nobody is carrying or testing positive. Yet the you know the Philadelphia Phillies are host 
hosting the Marlins. I mean, okay, what state are they coming from? Okay, yeah, there's no, there's one traveling group I wouldn't really want to welcome into the Commonwealth, but who am I to cast aspersions to our leadership? Well, there's a, I do. I did, I did talk with Senator Pat Toomey yesterday. We talked about this topic, and I said to him, I said, Pat, I said, do they realize that Toronto's playing in Philadelphia this year? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I've always kind of liked Buffalo, so. Hey, good for them. Hey. Yeah, good for Buffalo. But you know what? I think it would have been kind of cool. Like, it would have given us, like, an additional team to kind of have a little rooting interest in. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Would have given everybody an opportunity to have somebody else from a different league. All right. So, you know, that, that's, that's what you do. But they're going to play in Buffalo, and that's how it's going to be. Heather Like made some news this week. Uh, from Pitt, uh, where she said when it came to the gambling part, they don't want that a part uh, of the NCAA. Now, it's not an argument she's going to win with Congress in all likelihood, but she did try to make her points to uh, congressional committees. And the reason being that when there's gambling and large amounts of money being wagered, there's always that fear for corruption. And you know, be it you get to a, a quarterback, uh, an official, or whomever. We've had, uh, you know, we've had, was it Boston College many, many years ago? And, yep. you know, there have been, there have been some issues. And I, I totally understand her point, but it, it's also, it's getting the toothpaste back in the tube. And I don't know that anyone has successfully no. done that. No. No, they were, in fact, yeah, I mean, as you know, I, I did a game that ended up being proven to be fixed. Uh, the Penn State, mm-hmm. Penn State Northwestern game in 95. Uh, yeah. That Penn State won by 30 points. Now, Penn State was an 18-point favorite, so it wasn't. But but the <laughs> Northwestern had to make sure that Penn State won by 18 or more, and the three guys did. Yeah, they certainly did, and, and they probably didn't need to, to try that hard. I, I think Penn State was a good 30 points better regardless. Yeah. No, they were. Uh, they, they were. And, they, <laughs> and then what really got them is that they, they, had, they were – Michigan was like a 22 to 24-point favorite, and the players balked at doing it. So I don't think we can do this. <laughs> and so, so what happened was they doubled the money. They doubled the money, and it turned out they couldn't do it. They only lost by 17. <laughs> and they wow. And, and, the, and the gamblers lost. Well, okay. that's why they call it gambling. Yeah. Well, exactly. It is, it is gambling. Uh, so the Pirates get going tonight. They play St. Louis. Uh, they were, what, 3-21 and 21 in spring training, 0-3 in summer camp. So that's a three. Those, those three wins were pretty solid, though, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they, they were among the more convincing spring training wins you'll ever have. See, and that's the difference between you and you and other guests. Nobody would point that out. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you look at, at the new you know the new regime. Uh, Theo Epstein, when he took over in Chicago, first season 101 losses. Yep. Next season, like mid 90s. Third season, still in the 90s. And then they go out and, you know, they draft unbelievable talent, uh, make the playoffs in year four, win the World Series in year five. So the Ben Charrington bonus operandi, who, of course, gave him his job. Theo Epstein was his mentor. Yep. I don't think the Pirates are really going out to be gangbusters and see this as, like, 
you know, you're going to add additional teams to the postseason with 16. I don't think the Pirates are really going to be chomping at the bit to be one of those 16 teams. It, it, Just saying. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone has any confidence about that, but <laughs> it's a 60-game sprint. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, anything, you know, my, one of my favorite sayings of all time is anything can happen in a seven-game series, and, of course, anything can now happen in a 60-game season. Right. Uh, yeah, no. and it can, but you don't have – I mean, they have – they don't really have anything that resembles a rotation. Uh, we don't know when we're going to see Kella as a closer. We've seen Kyle Crick attempt to be a closer, yes. and that's been an absolute unmitigated disaster. Yeah. So, heaven forbid they have a lead, which they did against Cleveland in one of those exhibition games. Right. A 3 nothing lead. As a matter of fact, and all of a sudden that evaporated, and it was a 4-3 deficit, thanks to Kyle Crick. And that's to be expected. Now, the one player they had, you know, is going to be in jail for the rest of his life, maybe the best closer in all of baseball. Right. And, and that's just the way things have gone for the Pirates of late. And all he's doing right now is he's, he's getting closed in behind, behind gates right now. Uh, yes, as he should. And, and the, but the other part to this is as follows. Here's the complication. The complication for the Pirates is especially early in the season. You're not going to have pitchers going out throwing complete games. Okay? You're not no. going to have pitchers going deep into games because they've got to stretch them out, and that really works against Pittsburgh as the bullpen's a killer. Yeah, and you even look at last night, what, Scherzer went six and Cole went five. Yeah. Those are two of the better arms in all of baseball. By, by, I mean, in terms of the ability, I think, to eat innings, those two guys, I mean, they, they can go. So, yeah, with the, the lack of arms in the bullpen, and really it might be a stretch yeah. to get some of the starters to go five. I mean, five might be like, wow, that's great. You know, this Trevor Williams just went five innings. That's incredible. Yeah. So it, it's going to be really fun to have baseball back, and I think people are going to be really excited that it's only 60 games. Yeah, no, you know what? Some, you know, they'll find they will never go back to a lesser model because the money says they can't. But you and I both know less can be more. Oh, most definitely. And I think when you know, if you would add you know the additional three game you know playoff series and the, the additional wild card teams and the you know, the overall sixteen playoff contenders, I mean that could be a whole lot of fun. You know, you play 150 games and you have these postseason games. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, that's what it's all about. We don't. We don't even really. When 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 people do outrageously amazing things in the regular season, if it doesn't manifest itself into a postseason run, no one really cares. Right. Exactly. But exactly. It, it's just kind of inconsequential. It's like. Oh yeah, that was great. But oh, by the way, that was the uh, that was the regular season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we don't really care about that. Willie Mays nice made job, but, hey, who cares? Willie Mays made a lot of great catches in the regular season. The only one you ever see is the one he made in the World Series. Isn't that the truth? And that 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 home run Bill Mazeroski had. Yeah. You know that one. That one still resonates. Yeah, resonates forever. <laughs> he, he had a few others in the regular season, and they're all footnotes. Exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, the Steelers will eventually get into camp, and I think what it's got to be what the middle of next week, end of next week, they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, middle next week. Middle of next week. Uh, it sounds like the NFL, which had hit a roadblock at one point with the Players Association, now appears to be back on a better track. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely fair. And it, it came, you know, uh, we have a mutual good friend uh, on the on the Steelers staff. Yes, and yes, I, we, I yes, we do. Yeah. We chat with him quite a bit. And yep. we were just astounded that, like the owner's side of things was, sorry, you show up to camp, you somehow contract uh, COVID-19, and they were going to call that a non-football injury and not pay you. I'm not showing up if that's the case. There's I mean, a, there's an player. That just doesn't make any sense. There's no way you could allow that to be part of the criteria for the labor agreement that if I contract COVID and I'm quarantined for 14 days or actually asked to leave or whatever the case may be, I'm still getting paid or I'm not showing up. Right. Simple as that. Yeah. So uh, I think that was the major stumbling block. And once they got that ironed out, I think everybody was pretty good at that point. Yeah, once they got that part ironed that, that's fine. No preseason games. What's your thought about that? Um, I, I think preseason football was the bait of my existence when I had to go and cover every one of them. <laughs> so I, 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 I really despise preseason football, and I thought the owners getting full price for their two or three yeah. home oh. preseason games. Yep. They, you could have actually, I really believe, you could have taken them to criminal court and won. Yep. That, that, that's just, that's thievery. Yep. I mean, you're stealing. But what people were always able to do you know, my friends, I've had season tickets for 30 years, whatever. I want to send you to a game. Yeah, you know what game that's always going to be? Yeah. It's going to be Steelers-Panthers preseason. Uh, no thanks. No. I'm good. So, I, I, what you feel for, though, Steve, is the, the undrafted free agents, right. the seventh-round picks, the guys that, you know, maybe they're not even going to get – they're not going to get any real reps in the, in the, in the camp situation – let alone an opportunity to return back a kick for a touchdown. And remember, you're not only auditioning for the team that, that invited you in, you're auditioning for all of the other, you know, the 29 other teams. That's right. So that's taken away from those guys, and that's unfortunate. But it's a strange year. You're going to have to roll with it. You know, uh, the, the there are two items on preseason where I would have really tried to lobby hard for one. And the reason I want to lobby for one is for the reason you just pointed out. Hey, look, there's there's five to seven spots in every team that are always open. Like, can I earn it through a, a game to show them, or can I show somebody else, as you mentioned, where you can be picked up by somebody else? I also, if I were the NFL, I'd like to have a trial run. Like, you know, oh, yeah. how does this work? Without fans, and I mean, all the things that are going to be yeah. so different this year. Yeah, I would think a dress rehearsal would be yeah. a good idea. Yeah, you know, just I mean, I'm talking for everybody, chain gang, everybody, just oh, yeah. to have a trial run and then test afterward, just to make sure the trial run went the way you hoped. I agree. I, I think that would be best for everybody. But you know what? This this is just a really different kind of season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So you just roll with it, and you you get the best out of it. And and I think. When you think about the, the experience and what returns for the Steelers, I think it's an advantage for them. I don't think they're really counting on a lot of young players or draft picks sure. to play significant yeah. roles. I mean, you know, they have a, a nice-looking receiver, and, you know, there's a, 
position, you know, people have always said, even in, you know, at the college level, you know, the freshman receiver, you know, you run around and you catch the ball. That's not that complicated. You're not picking up blitzes. You're not doing anything that requires a whole lot of study. It's just not that difficult. So I think that's really advantage Steelers. And they were a decent team last year without a quarterback. And from what I've seen of Ben just physically, um, he's thin, he's lean, he looks good. If that arm looks like, you know, the rest of them and acts like the rest of them, with that defense they have coming back, I, I think they're an AFC contender if Kansas City just doesn't run away with it because they have the best quarterback we've seen in the last 20 years. Right, exactly. Always a pleasure just to have the conversation. Thank you, my friend. It is so much fun. And keep in mind, we do have the Penguins to get excited about. So I think that's uh, yeah, that's, that's going to have our attention. That's the other part, too. And, you know, Sidney Crosby missed a day and everybody panicked and they came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have little goalie, you know, little goalie controversy, which is always fun. But oh, that keeps you interested. And one of them will be with the Seattle Kraken next uh, a year from now. <laughs> yeah, every year, you know, like every three years, they have to get rid of a goaltender because there's an expansion. What <laughs> a crock that is! <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, they didn't turn down the six hundred fifty million in the expansion fee. So, what the heck? I guess no. there's going to be a penalty for that. <laughs> That's a good, a good problem to have. Oops, we have to get rid of another goaltender, but we get to put another thirty million in our pocket. Okay. Well, I'm down. We'll we'll gut it out. <laughs> Paul, hey, I'm just taking it, taking one for the team. That's all. <laughs> Paul, as always, my friend. Thanks so much. Stay well to you and yours. You're the best. All right, Steve. God bless you. Take care. Paul Alexander. Next half hour, Senator Pat Toomey brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice cold 12 packs and dozens of 24 ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So, whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you and thank you for your years of patronage. All right, uh, U.S. Senator Pat Toomey next half hour on the roundtable he had on the return of Major League Baseball and professional sports. We'll talk to him about that in the next half hour. Pac-12 teams, by the way, will play uh, a 10-game schedule. Their season is going to start on September 19th. And they're going to play five teams in their division, five of the six teams in the opposite division. Meanwhile, Michigan State football, one staffer, now one player testing positive. They have begun a 14-day quarantine at Michigan State. Okay? Let's keep everybody up to date.